15 minutes past the hour. You're back on the Mike Allen Show. This song number one back in 1980. You don't have to whine. Just tell me where Funky Town is, and I'll take you there. I'm going to take you to beautiful Pensacola, Florida via Skype with my good friend Chelsea Zimmerman, who's on the program today. Chelsea, who's the editor-in-chief at Catholic Lane and also has her own blog, reflectionsofaparalytic.com, and her wonderful BioTalk uh, online video series with her good friend Rebecca Taylor. Chelsea, hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning to you. Mm-hmm. The sun's yeah. actually up this time now that I'm talking to you. It's usually not up when I'm uh, on the show. <laughs> weren't, weren't you in recently you were spent some time at a, at a beach house? Yeah. I mean, I live in Pensacola, but I'm still about uh, half an hour from Pensacola Beach. So I try to make it out there as, as much as I can. But my parents actually uh, rented a condo right on the beach for the oh, last oh, like three weeks or so and we've had family and friends in and out and um kind of been living the beach life for the last three weeks so it's uh that sounds but we really nice. we got we got out of there before the memorial day weekend invasion because it's uh <laughs> it was nice and calm and the beach was relatively uh um uh empty in in certain parts especially where we were but i mean we're we're talking about an influx of about, you know, 45,000, 50,000 people coming down to the beach this weekend. So it's uh, I'm sure the heat will start picking up too. So, yeah, and humidity. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Very good. I'll, I'm going to try really hard to be sympathetic. Really hard. <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about a film that's coming up not this weekend, but next weekend. This is. Mm-hmm. Summer movie season usually starts Memorial Day weekend and really, really picks up from there. And as uh, somebody who's who's dealt with a spinal cord injury and mm-hmm. a disability for, gosh, has it been, hasn't been half your life yet, has it? Or mm, I'm almost, it'll be, I think, oh gosh, 16 or 17 years actually this year, which I was 17 when I was in my mm-hmm. accident. So getting there. So I'm sure when you began to see, you know, trailers and mm-hmm. stories about this film coming out called uh, Me Before You that features prominently as uh, really one of the main the one of the two main characters in the film, uh, a, a a man who is in a wheelchair because of a spinal cord accident. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that got your attention. Right, it did, and I thought it looked great. <laughs> Actually, I was very uh I'm kind of excited about it, and a couple of friends of mine were, and that's where I saw the trailer on Facebook. And um, you know, it, it, the trailer makes it look like it's this romance. You know, he um, he gets a new um, uh, kind of caregiver, and they kind of uh, you know start this little romance and fall in love with each other. And I thought it looked great, and um, I should have known better. Um, you know, Hollywood does not have a good track record for how it portrays disability in general. Um, so, and this is kind of no exception. And, you know, this is, this is one of those instances, instances as with like million dollar baby where, you know, I don't like having things spoiled for me. I don't like spoiling things for people, but sometimes spoilers are welcome, especially when it involves something that you know, you have deep-seated beliefs about. Um, And, you know, that's the case with this movie where 
Um, it was a novel first, so that's why a lot of people actually already know quite a bit about it. So there's not too many spoilers anyway. But if it's anything like the novel and it looks like it is, um, you know, they do fall in love. It is this love story between this um, caregiver and this, uh, he's a quadriplegic. Um, but what happens is um, the basic message, though, is once again, it's better to be dead than disabled. And ultimately, in the end, there's a very, very less than romantic ending to this movie or to this novel. And here's where the spoilers come in, where um, ultimately he gets help ending his life at the end of the movie. And that's how it ends. And it is portrayed as a great act of love um, that he does, which is probably the most disturbing thing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because ultimately, it's it's like, uh, you know, it's about him not being able to get on with his life, but encouraging his, you know, this woman to live her fullest life. And, you know, it's about, it's more about him breaking her out of her shell and encouraging her to live her fullest life and do the things that she's always dreamed of doing. And, and to do that, to help her do that, you know, after he, um, decides to, I mean, he's, this is a decision he's made early on, apparently in the book, in the movie. And she actually does kind of try to get him to make a different decision, but he doesn't. And he ends up going to, I think it, it is, it does involve Switzerland in the Dignitas Clinic um, that he ends up going to to get his assisted suicide. And then he leaves all of his money to her so that she's, you know, it's all it's all about her and helping her out. Mm. And, and then she can live her full life after he's gone. Um, and I was just, you know, I couldn't, I was really disappointed. And, and another friend of mine actually, she commented on something I put on Facebook about it. And she said she had heard it was a good book and read it. And then she said she was horrified by it. Hmm. So that I'm was really- kind of the way I was with Million Dollar Baby. You know, here I watched this film. I thought, man, what a this is fantastic. I mean, Clint Eastwood. I mean, mm-hmm. Hillary Swank was was fantastic. Of course, Morgan Freeman. It was a great story of determination and mm-hmm. you know achievement and um, all these sorts of things. And then at the very end, I just left there just mm-hmm. sick to my stomach. I was mm-hmm. just like, really. And of course, the way they in that film, the way they portray the Catholic priest in the yeah. film is you know he's the stern moralist who, who who only sees things in black and white and mm-hmm. can't see the human being and the real hero of the story is you know clint eastwood right. who kills her you know it's mm-hmm. just unbelievable so right. maybe and this is the same sort of thing you're with mm-hmm. it positively for a long time and then at the end the sour right. and that's feeling. What, yeah that's it and that's what really um uh sucks about it and it, it's really I mean, it's, it's like we were saying, like the trailer gives absolutely no indication that this is involved in the movie at all. And, and I think that's what w- makes it even more of a shock to people who, you know, who go see it and kind of why I wanted to, it's mostly a warning to people who, <laughs> who go see it, especially Catholics, which is who we're, you know, we're, we're talking to today. Like this is, um, it's not going to be the happy 
you know, uplifting movie that it looks like. Um, and not only that, it, it does have very problematic ending. And so, uh, and disability rights activists, they're, like you said, they were protesting the premiere. They've written several things about it. That's how I got wind of what it was actually about. Um, you know, disability rights activists are really upset about this um, and, and are actually, call, you know, um, hoping that people will kind of protest and boycott this movie because mm. this happens too often in Hollywood. You know, this is how disability is portrayed in Hollywood. And, um, and, and it's like I said, I don't even think, I think the, the novelist, the woman who wrote it, even said that she didn't even do any research on what life is like with as a quadriplegic. There was no consultation from the disability community on, you know, whether this was even an accurate portrayal of how people feel living with disabilities. It was just a purely able-bodied vision of life with a disability. Um, and it got made into this, I mean, this big-budget movie. And uh, with some... I'm not familiar with the actors, but I know they've been in some other major Hollywood films. And um, and so, you know, the disability community is kind of really, really getting sick of, <laughs> you know, just not being portrayed accurately uh, time and time again. Uh, and this is just another example of that. I'm here with Chelsea Zimmerman, who has her own blog, reflectionsofaparalytic.com. She's also editor-in-chief of catholiclane.com. You know, I remember seeing um, uh, probably the first film I ever saw about spinal cord injury was called The The Other Side of the Mountain back in the mid-'70s. I don't know if you ever saw that. It told the true story of Jill Kinmont, who was a skier who was uh, paralyzed through a fall and talked about her, you know, then subsequent courtship and and uh, marriage to the man I guess she'd been dating before her fall. From what I recall, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. It was a very positive, mm. positive vision. I mean, it was very realistic in terms of the struggles they went through. But right. it's almost like, you know, it's that old that old thing where if if a kid has a hammer, everything he sees is a nail. When 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 death is mm-hmm. lifted, lift, is listed as an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, for suffering, that it becomes quickly the only option. Right. I mean, and we and we we talked about that actually last time on the show. That slippery slope of of assisted suicide, and um, and here in this movie, we're not even talking about what what assisted suicide is usually. You know, most people who are in favor of assisted suicide are always oh, only for the terminally terminally ill, and you know, you only have you know so long to live and here is a movie about a man who has every potential to live a full life and this is the choice they make for him well Chelsea we're about out of time for this segment if you can hold on tight we'll be back in just Mm -hmm. a minute All right, we'll be back in just a minute we'll talk a little bit more with Chelsea Zimmerman we'll talk about Katie Couric and the comment she made with Stephen Colbert and uh, (laughs) try to help uh, correct a common myth this is the Mike Allen Show 